0: All right, gentlemen, uh, question for you. the Vikings are playing, uh not sure if we're gonna call it meaningful football, but they are playing a football game this week against, you know, maybe the team that Vikings fans love to hate the most outside of the division, the New Orleans Saints but uh it's uh, you know a different atmosphere a different thing Teddy Bridgewater is now on the Saints so there'll be some of that going on a right. will probably be running some more social experiments to trigger Vikings fans as we uh, we lead into game time but Eric I'll start with you here let's pretend this was the regular season how do the Vikings actually match up with the Saints and uh what should fans be looking for you know if the starters were going to actually be playing significant time in this game Uh, interestingly, I think the
1: saints personnel wise are emerging as, as a threat, uh, in the uh, defensively, um, Marshawn Lattimore is one of the good young corners. He really struggled last season early and then emerged late. Eli Apple, I think is somebody who really struggled with the, with the giants, but, uh, had a little bit better of a, of a stretch there patrick robinson as vikings fans know is a good player in the slot uh not only not only because he picked six Keenum uh in 2017 but he was also the guy they wanted to draft uh and then the saints went up and drafted him and they the vikings ended up with chris cook in 2010 instead so um (laughs) he's been sort of a thorn there uh you know williams of course you know was the guy that uh whiffed on digs but he's otherwise been a good player uh and then you know demario davis um you know Marcus Davenport was the guy they traded up for. Uh, Sheldon Rankins and uh, Cameron Jordan, son of former Viking Steve Jordan, are all good players up front. So that defense is pretty solid personnel-wise. And then you go to the offensive side of the ball, and the one thing that they really missed last year was a second receiver to complement uh, Michael Thomas. He was he had four catches in every single game. He had like forty catches the first four games, but you know they missed Ted Ginn when he got injured. Uh, none of the other guys, there was that Thursday night football game, the the Thanksgiving night game where Drew Reese threw four touchdowns, all to undrafted players. They really didn't have a player to sort of compliment Thomas. And in comes Jared Cook, a guy that the Vikings have always sort of wanted at tight end. Uh, he, I think, stretches the field sufficiently for them, uh, for Breeze and Kamara. And then, of course, Latavius Murray, a pretty good uh, backup running back. So I think this team is on balance a lot more talented than the Vikings. Um and, you know, the only thing the only thing is, is I, I do think that the Vikings match up with well, you know, with them as a defense against Breeze's offense. Um, but I think that the sneaky thing is the New Orleans defense, as we saw last season, is not only pretty talented, but can be opportunistic against a team like the Vikings, which is a little bit loose with the football at times. Oh,
0: boy. All right, Nick. No Saints. (laughs) Everything Flip said positive, he's taken back now, Eric. He's taken it all back. I know. I know. So, Nick, what are your thoughts? Let's pretend this is the regular season. We're matching up against the Saints. What is it that that you'd be looking for in this matchup? What would be giving you pause as a Vikings fan? Where are the places you think the Vikings might be able to uh, exploit some matchups versus the Saints?
2: The number one thing that would concern me is just how good Sean Payton is uh, as an offensive play caller. Um, I really think he's, he's maybe the only guy who can go toe-to-toe with Andy Reid in terms of like the best offensive mind in the NFL right now. Uh, he is does a lot of really brilliant things, um, and combined with, with Drew Brees, you know, a future Hall of Fame quarterback still playing like he's in his prime, I think that's just a deadly combination. Obviously, we won't be seeing Drew Brees um, on Friday night, but um it's 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 a lethal combination i'm excited on friday night to see nick easton snapping to teddy bridgewater handing it off to latavius murray with uh, zach line as the lead as the lead pullback that'll be fun it'll be a little reunion party but um i i think mike thomas and and xavier rose that was a great matchup in 2017 um you know mike thomas definitely got the better of xavier rose a few times in the game but then when the when the game was on the line and uh, New Orleans was on their last drive to, to put the game away for the scoring field goal. I remember there was a drive, the last three plays, Drew Brees went to Mike Thomas three times in a row and there was, Drew Brees went 0 for 3 and, um, Rhodes had two pass deflections. So they had a really nice back and forth game. And I think that's one of those great one-on-one matchups you see when Rhodes tends to shadow a player. Uh, so that's a good one. Ted Ginn obviously is known for his deep threat and Trey Wayne's matches up with him well there and, um, not really sure how they would handle Jared Cook. Maybe that's the job for J. Ron Curse, who's kind of like the Swiss Army knife for the defense. Um, or maybe that would be Harrison Smith. We've seen Harrison Smith more and more um, kind of not not exactly shadow, but definitely play a lot of man coverage on tight ends. We saw that week one when George Hill kind of got the better of Smith in coverage last year. So uh, it's, it's a big question. And then last time, I think it was Hendricks who was manned up on Kamara for most of the game. So they can beat you a lot of ways. And then you know, they got fantastic bookend tackles and Armstead and Ramchick, maybe the best in the NFL or certainly up there with maybe the Eagles or whoever else we'd want to put there as best bookend tackles. Um, so just a very, very talented offense. And then on defense, I think Eric is right. You know, we don't really give them credit for how good they've been lately, but I think they've been around top 10 ish in defensive efficiency the last two years. And they've got a lot of young ascending talent. So I think Cam Jordan is the best 4 3 defensive end in, the, in football. Lattimore is, uh, you know, he came out so hot as a rookie that maybe expectations were too high, but you know he's really one of the ascending young corners. They got a lot of players. I don't want to repeat Eric, but it's just an extremely, extremely talented roster, top to bottom.
0: All right, so their starters are really good. I'm gonna flip this back to Eric because you know Eric does know preseason. Uh so the starters are really good, but if we were looking to uh, maybe you know make this game a little bit more exciting, Eric, which way <laughs> would you be Place leaning? In the which way would you be leaning in this matchup? Oh. I- this is
1: this is how you know like I'm truly not like in a pit of misery from a degenerate standpoint. I'm currently looking up what the spread is because I don't know. Um, that actually makes me happy. So we all It makes me happy that the, you had to look it up. That makes that I had to look yeah. it up, yeah. Um Well, like I always said, the the underdog parlayed with the under always worked in AAF. So uh okay. So the Saints are minus two and a half uh minus 120 okay um so you're looking at bridgewater versus manion bridgewater against his <laughs> former team i'd probably lean saints um but you know you know i don't know I, I teddy you know last time teddy played i i think i laid a decent amount of money on him either against the spread or on the money line to to beat carolina and he laid an egg so we'll see uh I, you know, I do think you know the Vikings don't have that great of depth. Whereas you look at the Saints, you're looking at like Traquan Smith, Austin Carr. um, You know, they have uh, Lil Jordan Humphrey, who is a wide receiver that played uh, for Texas and looks exactly like Cordell Patterson appearance-wise and kind of movement-wise. Also wears number eighty-four, so that's kind of like a cool, um, you know. So I they have skill position players kind of up and down the roster. Uh, at running back they have guys that have played in the league before, Joe Quiz Rogers, Buck Allen, uh Dwayne Washington are all there. So like from a like played the game perspective might actually be good in preseason. Uh I kinda like the Saints. So
0: Okay. Dwayne Sorry, Washington flip. of Hard Knocks fame.
1: Uh yes. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. And also former Viking corner.
0: <laughs> we remember <laughs> our a, Vikings history. That, that that is a good pull. That is a good pull. Well, gentlemen, uh, thank you for that, that in-depth analysis of the uh, the matchup that is to come. Vikings versus the Saints. Teddy Bridgewater back in Vikings news. And, uh, you know, just because I am just that kind of person, I'm kind of hoping to see Teddy Bridgewater go and light it up just because it makes the timeline so fun. It, it really it does. makes the timeline so you much fun. It, it makes it so much fun. You love People to see so it, People get so mad, but it just makes things entertaining. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all, listeners. Thanks for sticking with us, gentlemen. Thanks for making time.
2: And, uh, yeah, we will be back talking to you soon. Have a good one.